Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning Manaites. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new day, the day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly, everything has been provided for you to rejoice and be glad in this day that God has made for you. All the blessing you need, all the favor you need, the strength, the encouragement, the joy, the peace, it's already included. It's already included in this day. God has preserved it for you, has made it available to you. So whatever you need today, you talk to your God about it and he will show you that it's already provided. Just reach for it's already yours. Knock, doors will be open. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find that is God's word. So no matter what you need today, get it in your mind. It's already provided. Don't listen to the lie that God has forgotten about you, that God does not care. Your prayers are not answered. Don't listen to any of that noise that comes from the demonic realm. The God we serve is a God who responds to his children. He loves us so much that he gave his only son to die for our sins, to redeem us back to himself. So he said, draw nigh to me, and I will draw nigh to you. Amen. We thank God for that song by Abby McDonald, Free Me. It flows right into my topic for this morning. My topic is you are a slave to whatever controls you, finding freedom in Christ. Let me say it again. You are a slave to whatever controls you, but you can find freedom in Christ. Amen. And so let's jump right into that today. All right. So there are some profound implications to this word, into this, um, in, some profound implications of this verse and connected with real world issues. And, and we're going to discover how we can find true freedom in Christ. Christ. And the verse that we're talking about is 2 Peter 2, 19, the New Living Translation. It puts it this way. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are slave, you are a slave to whatever controls you. Let me say it again. You are a slave to whatever or whomever controls you. You are a slave to that thing or to that person. Now, getting back to the word, it said, you know, in this verse, let's try to understand it. Peter says this, he's warning us about false prophets who offer promises of freedom, but who are themselves enslaved to sin and corruption. Corruptible people who are offering you freedom where they, they themselves are not free. <laughs> right? He says, beware of these people. They are slaves of sin and corruption. And he's warning people because he said the spirit that you're under, that's the spirit that's going to control you. So you want to make sure that the spirit you're, you're under is one of true freedom and not the facade of freedom. All right. And so the crucial message in this particular verse is this, for you are a slave to whatever controls you. And so these, this, this, line of scripture, these words, they have very deep significance. 
They invite us to reflect on the forces that seek dominion over our lives. There's many forces that is seeking to dominate us while we're in the earth realm. God told us to dominate, right? And not allow this world, the issues of this world, the pleasures of this world, the things of this world to dominate us. A lot of us are allowing the world to dominate us, not realizing that we are controlled. We are a slave to whatever controls us. All right. And so as we as we examine the world around us, we can witness countless individuals, people trapped in various forms of slavery or bondage, such as addiction, materialism. Pressures from the society, um, you know, ideology contrary to, to godly values, transgenderism, all these things are holding people captives. These people are, these things are masters over people. It controls their thoughts, that controls their action and their beliefs, and it leads them down to a, into a destructive path. You must be careful of who is controlling you. All right, so let's understand the nature of this control. Let's understand the nature of slavery, right? And so, and to truly grasp the significance of being a slave to what controls us, it is important to understand the nature of slavery itself. Slavery involves surrendering our freedom, Surrendering our autonomy and even our identity to control of another. That's what slavery is. You're giving up your freedom. You have lost your freedom. You are now controlled by something or someone else. And it gets so bad, you could even lose your identity. <laughs> Ask the slave. If you can go back 200 years, they wanted them to lose their identity, forget about where they're from, forget about their heritage. And, and just be a slave. And so many people still stuck in that world. You know, they're slave to the system. They can't live without the system. They don't know they are being controlled by the system. How do I know? Because the system restricts our choices. It distorts our perception. That's what it does. And it's a demonic system. And the world is controlled, under control of this demonic system. The Bible says we, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. So there is a ruling body, and we have to make sure that we are not slaves to this sinful world and the things of this world, but whatever controls you, you are a slave through to. Amen. So it's important that we understand that. And so when we see the, the, the devastating effects of addiction, when a person becomes enslaved to a substance or behavior, their freedom is compromised. They no longer have control over their actions. That's slavery. When you have no control over your decisions, you are absolutely the slave to something. People don't understand. A lot of people are slave to prescription drugs. You feel like you can't live without it. You've lost all faith in the word of God. It's just what the drug company says. 
And that's what you live by. Lost all faith. So they are controlling you. You know, illegal drugs and marijuana and cocaine and alcohol and all these things that people are slaves to. Some folks can't go a day without drinking. They wake up in the morning, they drink. They come home at night, they drink. They drink away their lives and mess up their lives, ruin their lives because they are slaves to substance, all right? And so there is a consequences, uh, consequence to being a slave to something. Romans 6 and verse 16 says this, the NIV. It says, don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves, you are slave of the one you obey, whether you're slave to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. And so there is an urgent need for you if you are stuck and if you are a slave to anything in this world, the only thing we need to be a slave of is righteousness and holiness because those things lead to life and not death, all right? It's important that we know that. It's important as children of God, we will make sure that whatever controls us is for good and not for evil, all right? As people of God, Remember that you must make sure that you are controlled by something that is good and not for evil. And and the only thing that we want to submit ourselves to as children of God is to be obedient to the word and be submitted to the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. All right. So what are some of the things that that captivates us, that controls us? We already talked about the addiction addiction to alcohol and drugs and all these other things. How about materialism, right? In our, in our consumer-driven society, the pursuit of wealth, possessions, and social status can become all-consuming, keeping up with the Joneses. Materialism, it, it causes us to, to place our value and identity in material things, really blinding us, closing our causing our eyes to be close to the eternal significance of a life rooted in Christ. We're not here just to just to pile on stuff. You know, some people work until they die, until they die, never have a day of relaxation. Why? Because they are so busy accumulating stuff and they have to pay for all the stuff they accumulate in. Their lives are stressed out because of the, the stuff they have accumulated. I always say your debt, you brought it on yourself. Whatever you're dealing with, you brought it on. And so a lot of us can't wait and we feel burdened and we feel just pressed down because of our, we, we are driven by materialism and it is controlling us. You spend every penny you have, you have no savings and, you know, everything, as soon as it comes, it goes. You know, the materialism, you got to have the latest pocketbook, you got to have the latest shoes, the latest suit, you got to have the latest car, the latest rims and all these things that we serve and that controls us. The Bible said in Matthew 6 and 24, no man can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And so what does materialism does? It seduces us. It really does. It seduces us with temporary treasures that eventually 
fade away, right? It's a distraction, distracting us from the treasure, and the treasure, the, the treasure and the, the, the valuable thing that really matters, and that is our relationship with God. And some of us cannot be obedient to the word because we are so full of materials. We can't tithe. We can't give. Why? Because we are so busy accumulating stuff on ourselves. And the Bible says this, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? So don't be controlled by materialism. And the next thing is social pressure. This is a desire to, to be accepted and, and validated by society, right? It's, it's a powerful influence. You want to be part of the crew. You want to be down with, with the, you know, with the folks. You know, you want to see as a person on the inside, not on the outside. We fear rejection, and so because we fear rejection, there's a pressure to conform, and that that pressure to conform can eventually lead us astray, and it causes us to compromise our values and conviction, which are rooted in the Word of God. And we know Romans twelve verse two very very we know very well do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you'll be able to prove what is that good and perfect and pleasing god's will for your life the new um the new niv says um, now you'll be able to test and approve what what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so, when we prioritize pleasing people, pleasing God, we come enslaved to their opinions and expectation. Listen, do not give control of your life to other people. You know, I was reading today, just this morning, um, about a. a um, something popped up on my screen about a man who took his life because of his ex-girlfriend. You know how why he took his life? Because she was texting him, told him that he's better off dead than alive. And he fell for it. He allowed her to control him, control his emotions. Right? He, she threatened that he would never see his child again. And so he absolutely fell for it. He allowed her words to control his action and he did not value himself. He didn't see, he didn't have another recourse. He never went back to scripture and see how God sees him and how he's precious in the sight of God. Instead, no, he took his life because she said those words in a text, not even to his face, in a text. She controlled him. Do not allow people to control you. You are a slave to whomever controls you or to whatever controls you. You need to find freedom in Christ Jesus. And as we reflect on these type of, of captors, the thing that captivate us, right? These things that seek to control us, let's be remindful that true freedom can only be found in Christ. Through his sacrifice on the cross, we have been set free from the power of sin and bondage and worldly influence. And so let us turn to him seeking his guidance and strength to resist the allure of addiction, materialism, and social pressure. And as we surrender to his lordship, we discover, discover the abundant life he desires for us.
a life rooted in righteousness, peace, and eternal significance. Amen. And that's what God wants for us. Jesus said, I come that you may have life. Amen. We may have life. In Galatians 5 and verse 1, there's, there's a true problem. The Bible gives us a promise of freedom through Christ. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm and do not let yourself be burdened again by yoke of slavery. So in Christ, we really discover the source of genuine and true freedom. Whom Christ has set free is free indeed. Amen. We got to remember that. Amen. So if the sun sets you free, that's in John 8, 36, you are free indeed. We are redeemed from the power of sin and chains that once held us captive. It is broken in Christ and we can experience a freedom that transcends all circumstances. Uh, it will transform our heart. It will empower us to live as liberated children of God. Imagine if that young man had turned to the word of God and understand that he is free in Christ. He's valuable. God knows his name. Amen. God always thinks of his creation. Imagine if he knew that God loved him so much that he sent his son to die for him. Imagine if he had those words in his heart, in his spirit. He would not have committed suicide. He would not have killed himself. David said, that words have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So it's important that we break the chains of slavery, right? We've got to break the, 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 the chains from, um, from worldly influence. How do we do that? We do that by surrendering ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and allow the influence of the Holy Spirit to lead and to direct us. And he will, he'll, in, when he's leading, directing us, we'll, we'll be delivered from sin. He will guide us in making good choices. And he will give us the strength to resist the power of the demonic forces, the slavery that is trying to come up on us. You know, it starts off in Romans 12 and verse 2, which I say over and over again. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so our minds play a crucial role in breaking free from the control of worldly influence. Through the power of God's word and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, our thinking will be transformed, enabling us to discern and resist the captors that is seeking to control us. All the things in the world that are seeking to control us. The media is trying to control your mind. Television, radio, they want to control your mind. They want to enslave you in the things of the world. That's why it's so important that we find freedom in the word of God. You know, that's the only place we're going to find truth today. Jesus lets us know that his word is true. Amen. And once we grab a hold of it and get that down in our spirit, then we could counteract all the lies that has been told to us over the airways, you know, in this dark system that we are living in. We should be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5 and 16 tells us, the, the NIV says, so I say, walk by the Spirit 
and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. You see the Holy Spirit dwelling within every believer empowers us to break free from the control of sinful desires and things that is seeking to control us. As we surrender to his guidance and depend on his strength, we can resist the power of evil that is ruling this world. Amen. And lastly, in order to get there, we simply have to walk in obedience to the word. Jesus says, if you hold my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You see, obedience to God's word is instrumental in breaking the chains of slavery to this world's influence. You know, the Bible tells us that if we're a lover of the world, that we're not a lover of God. We cannot love both. <laughs> it's one or the other. If you love this world, the love of God is not in you. So as children of God, we must align our actions with the word of God. We must align our heart to what God is saying. Come in harmony with the word of God. Stop trying to contradict. Stop trying to question the word of God. God is far wiser than we are. His thoughts are far higher than our thoughts. Amen. It's important that we just grab a hold. If God says something's a sin, I am not going to question it. I'm just going to say, okay, I'm in agreement with that. Whatever God says is sin, then for me, it's sin. Whatever he says is good, then for me, it's good. And that's all it is. There's no question about it. I'm not going to question God. I don't have the mental capacity, amen, to question God and to understand like God understands. God made the universe. There are trillions of stars, <laughs> galaxies, moons, and suns, and planets, and they are just finding them one after the other, trillions of universes in, in God's creation. This is amazing. And so how can we understand the one who made the sun? How can we understand? How can we question him and ask, what are you doing in my life? <laughs> like he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Listen, don't be controlled by your situations. Don't let your problems, your issues, you know, things that the adversary do, you know, just you just focus on God. Embrace the Christ-centered life. That is true freedom. When we are not copying the behaviors of the world, but we are allowing the word of God to transform our thoughts and transform our minds. And he creates in us, we, we, we become a whole new person. He's creating in us a clean heart, renewing the right spirit in us. Amen. When we make Christ the center of our life, you know what I always say? We need to be theocentric. Theocentric means Christ is the center of everything we do. In all our ways, we acknowledge him and he will direct our lives. So allow the Holy Spirit to empower you, to give you the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that you need. Amen. Because we refuse to walk in, in bondage and to be a slave of sin. As a child of God, there is no reason for you to be a slave of sin. You know, be stuck in addiction, bad habits, 
you know, social media. Some people are so stuck and so addicted to social media. They cannot achieve anything positive in their lives. They will spend eight, nine, ten hours TikToking. You know, there's people who spend hours, grown people, men and women, who spend hours and hours playing video games and they're late for work. They get fired because they'd rather play video games. They are stuck. They are controlled by these things and not even know it. And so I'm, I'm going to say to you, encourage you to break free anything that is not godly in your life. It really wants to control you. Let me say it again. Anything that's not godly in your life really wants to control you. But it always leads to your demise. It always leads to your death. So break Free. Break every yoke of bondage. Break, you know, um, imaginations and all these things that come into your mind. Silence the demonic voices. Amen. By repeating the word of God over your life each and every day. Remember my instructions every morning. The first thing you do is talk to God. Yes, talk to him. Acknowledge his presence in your life. Thank him for waking you up in your right mind. Thank him for forgiving your past, preserving your present, guaranteeing your future. You better thank him for that. Glory to God. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. And then, then he says, I'm coming back to receive you. So you better thank him for that. And not only thank him for that, thank him for salvation. <laughs> because salvation is what qualifies you to go back with Jesus when he comes. Because if you ain't saved, you're going to be sitting right here. <laughs> Glory to God. So you have many, many reasons to give God thanks. Amen. So acknowledge his presence when you first wake up. The next thing you do is talk to yourself. Speak words of affirmation. I am blessed. I am able. I can do all things. I'm healthy. I am wealthy. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hey, you better speak to yourself. And then lastly, speak to your world. Tell everything to fall into place. Command crooked path to be made straight. Speak to your projects. Tell them to line up. Tell them everything you need fall right in place one after the other. Speak favor coming to you. Speak advancement coming to you. Promotion coming to you. You speak all those things. Break the bondage of negativity and allow the positive things of God, the blessings of God, the favor of God to freely flow through you and into your life. Refuse to allow Satan to dictate your life to you. Do not allow your current situation to make you believe that this is all that God has for you. That is not a lie. Your situation can change. You can go from bad to worse. You can go from pit to the palace. Uh, I'd rather you go from bad to good. You can go from pit to the palace. Listen, God is able. There's nothing too hard for the, for the Lord. And remember what I've always said. This is the happening realm. Everything in this realm is subject to change. Glory to God. And so we give God thanks that we know that we don't have to live as a slave to anything that is ungodly. All chains can be broken. Let me say it again. All change in this life. Bad relationships, you know, can be broken. And we pray that God will give you the strength to walk away from bad relationships. 
Walk out of bad relationships. Pray about what you need to do and let God give you guidance. Amen. Let God give you guidance and do what you have to do and, and things that's going to bring glory and honor to God. Make sure your actions bring honor and glory to God. And you're not doing anything that is contrary to his word. Let me say it again. Make sure you're not doing anything that's contrary to his word. So whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing the right thing. And that's how you're going to break out of bad situations and break break those chains that are trying to control you. Those negative things, those bad things, those demonic things that are trying to control you. It is time that you break free and find your freedom in Christ Jesus. Well, I pray that today's word was good for you. I pray you receive something from it. I pray you can grow by it. And I pray that you be encouraged by it. So let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you for all that we have learned this morning. We thank you for letting, reminding us that when Christ sets us free, we are free indeed. And we don't have to be a slave to materialism, to alcoholism, and to all the things that's in this earth. God, to keep us down, to keep us in bondage. God, sexuality and all these things that the world offers us, God. Thank you for letting us know that those things really only lead to our demise. And I pray, God, that we'll seek after holiness and righteousness by seeking after you, allowing your spirit to lead and direct everything we do. Father, we thank you for it. Thank you for the blessing of today. God, we give you praise. We honor you and we tell you thank you. And so, Father, Anyone under the sound of my voice, if there's sickness in their bodies, we pray for their absolute healing right now in Jesus' name. Let them be healed from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. Anyone, God, feeling depression, Father, I pray that they will put on the garment of praise for the spirit of depression, the spirit of heaviness. Anyone who's feeling fear, Father, cause them to remind you that you did not give them the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And they don't have to be a slave to fear because they could function in that which you have given them. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you for the favor you have placed on our heads, the increase that is on our hands, and the swiftness that is on our feet. Thank you, God, for forgiving our past. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future. For there's not a feeble one amongst us, for we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.